You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. Last week I did a podcast episode on reading the Bible widely and narrowly. Today, I want to continue uh, down a Bible reading or, or Bible um, intake uh, path and, and talk about reading your Bible with teachability, reading your Bible and taking it in all the way, not just to your head, but to your heart. So today, I want to talk to you about your heart as you read or sit under the teaching of God's Word. One of my greatest fears in my life is reading the Bible and not having my heart impacted. After all, the Old Testament tells me of people who knew the Word of God and still did not obey it. The New Testament teaches me about people who were apparently in the community of faith, only to be discovered later that they were not really of that community. This according to 1 John 2. So whether in the Old Testament or the New Testament, there's the final turning away from God that started way back when they started taking the Word of God lightly. Consider the Pharisees. They knew the Word of God. They knew what other people should be doing with the Word of God. But they would not allow the Word of God to penetrate their own hearts. So when you read the accounts of these people, it seems that they were never honest about their sin. They were never honest about who they were in falling short before God. So when you and I read the Bible, we've got to look, look for it to break us, look for it to convict us, to wound us. And that idea of conviction or wounding, those are biblical realities when we are confronted with the Word of God. This is all over the Psalms. It's in a number of other places as well, this idea of being wounded or convicted by the Word of God. We've got to be willing to be, and not just willing, but but, but wanting to be broken when we need to be broken. If you and I can read the Bible without ever being uncomfortable, there's something wrong. If we can read the Bible and never have to call someone on the phone to make an issue right or to change a way of life or to uh, immediately pray a prayer of repentance or to even have tears flow or, or sorrow come, th- then something's wrong. We do have sin. If we say we don't have sin, we make God a liar, according to 1 John 1. Consider these two passages, Hebrews 4, 11 through 13. The writer of Hebrews says this, Let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. This was a disobedience of people who had heard the word and were rejecting it, who heard the word and were not responding to it. The writer of Hebrews continues, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and of the spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight. But all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. And then finally, one of the sections in that familiar psalm, Psalm 119. This section is about taking in the word of God. And, and even the psalmist is indicating here that there was a time when he wasn't doing that rightly. He, he was disobedient before the word of God. Listen to this, Psalm 119, 25-32. My soul clings to the dust. Give me life according to your word. When I was told of my ways, you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your precepts, and I will meditate on your wondrous works. My soul melts away for sorrow, 
strengthen me according to your word. And by the way, this is this is conviction language. This is conviction over sin language. Verse 28, my soul melts away for sorrow. It's the sorrow of a, a disobedient person. And he says, strengthen me according to your word. Verse 29, put false ways far from me and graciously teach me your law. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I set your rules before me. I cling to your testimonies, O Lord. Let me not be put to shame. I will run in the way of your commandments when you enlarge my heart. So teachability is the virtue that I'm encouraging you to cultivate. I've never known a truly godly man or woman of God who was not teachable. And teachability means that you open yourself up to learn. You learn from God and you learn from his servants. Teachability is simply a form of humility. And we know what the Bible says. God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. So my encouragement to you is that whenever you are confronted by the word of God, that you assume that you are needing to hear that passage at that particular point. Whenever you're confronted by a a passage familiar to you, when you open the word of God yourself in your private time, and you think, I know this passage, I've read this passage, assume that the Lord is speaking it to you today in that time. No matter how many times you've read a passage or heard a sermon on a passage, assume that that day it's God speaking it to you again. And I would encourage you, open your heart to that word. My friend Scott Maxwell says that when you come to the word of God, you should drag your heart through the text. And sometimes you'll have to drag it kicking and screaming. Believer, there is a special comfort that comes after reading or hearing God's word preached telling the Lord that you've sinned against him based on that word and asking him to restore to you the joy of your salvation. There's a special comfort that happens after you go through that process. In the middle of it, it's not very pleasant. At the end of it, it's very freeing. You literally feel bulletproof after this. You feel like there's nothing between you and God. He knows about your sin and he's done something about it. That feeling is really a microcosm of the reality that I talked about earlier. God gives grace to the humble. So when you open the Bible in private or you're being instructed by it publicly, bring a heart of humility to the text and to the God of that text. And may you give your life away to the Lord by being humble when he speaks. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.